shutting doors loudly it's uh it showed up when i was taking a shower there's there just a steam on my mirror that was a face and as soon as i saw it within seconds it disappeared oh my god welcome to another week of ghost in the scene guys i'm your host geo with my co-host rob welcome rob i i am so sad for your situation rob but obviously we we are in the right place at the right time right here um, telling the truth that the only truth that we can. So let's hopefully let's get through this episode and then we can help you out with this ghost that's been following you. Yeah. I mean, you know, all you out there, if you could say just a small blessing, that's all I need. Just, just one small little blessing. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that this is not a malicious spirit. I hope this is a kind spirit. It was smiling at me, uh, when I saw it. So I think that's a good sign. Um, but it's kind of a trickster too. So it's been throwing doors closed. Did it look like um, a boy? You know, it was hard to tell. It was honestly just like a, it looked like it was like two eyes and just the smiling mouth. Um, it didn't make its features that clear to me. Uh, I feel like it was really just showing its presence. It's like a, like a Cheshire cat that exactly ghost boy or something, boy or girl. It really could be either. I mean, I don't even. I mean, is it even a humanoid? An alien? Or well, we're not talking about yeah. aliens on this episode. No, no, no. I don't think it's an alien ghost. But I mean, if you, when you said Cheshire cat, um, maybe it's a ghost cat. I don't know. Yes, the animal's ghost can coalesce and can become <laughs> one ghost. I I don't believe that you can have a ghost of a single animal. And I believe mm. that's why the Cheshire Cat didn't belong to anybody. The Cheshire Cat is only belongs to itself, right? Because it is a being of total chaos and existence in an immortal realm. Because it is the convergence of many different cats. And many different Geo, but think of it this way as well. Think of it this way as well. Um, cats have nine lives. That means they die like ten times. Nine? So think about how many... Ninety. Yeah. And then if you upside down that, that's six. Zero, zero, six. So you get three cats around. What does and that give you? That makes, that gives you a Cheshire cat, three sixes. Okay. All right. I see. Wow. So now we're getting started here, but this is kind of what we're going to be talking about. Um, our episode is about the subliminal world. Guys, girls, gals, X's, nons, A's, Q's. This entire world is layered with subliminal messaging. People like to call it storytelling. People like to call it metaphors. People like to call it uh, deeper meanings. Um, and we call it for what it is by its name. It's a subliminal message. And there has been a lot of stuff popping up on our feed and probably on everyone's feed that is pure subliminal messaging. And it is so hard not to participate and to be affected by what is going on 
hopefully I'm not speaking just for myself. I mean, yeah, I mean, guys, these are messages underneath messages, underneath messages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a, that's a thick stack of data streaming into your brain hole right there, people. So uh, it's really hard to even comprehend, you know, the idea of it too. It's that you're not supposed to be aware of it. But here we are. That's what we're, you're listening. That's why you're here listening to us. We're bringing this stuff all the, all the way to the surface. We're going to unzip this file we're going to show you what's inside exactly. and it's not always going to be good. Just a little, little teaser right there. You might get spooked. Uh, these files or what I like to call them, uh, bags of poo. Okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to pick up the poo and it's a service for humanity. Okay. You don't want to do it. The dog probably doesn't want you to do it. Right. I don't think anybody really like wants to pick up poop. But you do it for the good of the community, and that's what we're doing here. We're put, we're taking out the poop. We're picking it up with our hands. We're throwing it in a plastic, hopefully compostable bag, and we're putting it in a in a compostable trash can. That's what we're doing here on Ghost in the Scene, and we're gonna get started with the first video. Obviously, this is the most popular one that's been coming out. People have been like a civil war over this. Sides have been taken. Lines in the sand have been drawn. Yanni or Laurel? What do you think, Rob? I mean, to me, it sounds like you just said Laurel and Laurel. That's all I heard. Really? Yeah. So we like, I, It's like the famous this. musician, Laurel. Yes. Laurel, Laurel and Hardy. Yanni and Hardy. Laurel and... Yes, no, Laurel and Laurel, Laurel, Laurel. Double Laurel. What? There was there was a uh, I mean this is kind of like a uh, throwback to when I was watching a lot of uh, DC shows uh, in in my room Superstone but I used to uh, watch a TV show with a woman named Laurel Lance and I didn't mm. like her at all until she became a dead woman and then she got super cool so shout out to Laurel Lance um, but also not shout out to her because I just told you a story about a woman who had to die to become cool which is the epitome of being uncool that's being a ghost so unshout out to laurel lance and this is why people have been fighting over this rob because not only are people hearing yanny and laurel but they're hearing a mixture of the two they hear lorani or yanel and people can't get their head straight anymore, I don't think. But we're going to give the audience, if you guys haven't heard it, if you're living under some kind of rock, we're going to give you a little taste just so you can see exactly what the hell we're talking about. Are you ready for this, Rob? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just everyone just be aware out there. Um, if you're with other people right now, just try to understand each other. You know, Don't go right at each other's throats. Uh, we want to live in a harmonious world, but this is really divisive. Um, I'm glad that we're doing our podcast over airways right now because I would have choked Geo out because yes. uh, we stand on very, in separate sides of the fence here, and it's been pretty tense. Uh, you know, prior to us going live, we were really contentious and saying some nasty things. Uh, Geo, you know, I, I apologize that that came from the place of. It's the subliminal just message. The, exactly. 
Exactly. And we both understand that. Understand. So the animosity that we feel right now towards each other, that's going to go away because hopefully this craze will die out. But right now it is an example. We are a test case. And for, as scientists, it's very, very important to, to do test cases. We are a test case of, of what is happening all over the world. Now, we are two friends to the bitter end, and yet we we would kill each other if we had our hands anywhere near the other one's neck. Because I can't believe that you hear Laurel when I hear Yanni, and you can't believe that I hear Yanni when you hear Laurel. And you just heard it doesn't make any sense a bunch of times, and that doesn't make sense either. But that's why I'm so confused. And that's the problem: is that it's divisive. The subliminal message is about violence and dividing people against each other. So, guys, I don't want to indulge in this a lot, but obviously we have to know our enemy, and we have to know what our bodies are capable of enduring. So I'm going to expose you to this video, and God willing, this doesn't hurt anybody, and I am not responsible. I don't want to take any responsibility for what's about to happen. Okay, here we go. Laurel. 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 Geo, you motherfucker. I'm going to have to kill you. They're saying Laurel right now. Okay, I heard Yanny. No. I heard Yanny eight times, and then I heard Laurel twice. You heard it twice? <clears throat> yes. So you're coming to your senses. I... I just believe that that's what it's doing. It gets people to kind of say, oh, maybe, and then you listen again, right? Think about it this way. You hmm. wouldn't want to make a video that you only hear one time, that everyone only hears one time, right? Like my favorite song, Despacito, it's a song that you can play on repeat from last summer to this summer. And that's what we have to, not we, but as a YouTube creator, whoever made this video, that's what they had in mind. They hmm. wanted to make something that people had to go back to. And so they made it subliminally ambiguous. You can take it one way. You can take it the other way. And either way you take it, it switches. And then you don't even know who you are anymore. And you have to listen back to it again. And I honestly believe there is a corporation behind this. There is a product to be sold. And if there, I swear to God, if there's if there's a fucking Yanny Laurel fashion something or a bean product called Yanny and Laurel, um, Uncle Yanny and you know Auntie Laurels, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. But honestly, until we buy that stuff, I have I have no one to blame but ourselves. Why would they need someone to listen to the same thing over and over and over? You know, this is what we're talking about dear listeners, is that you think the whole thing is about just Laurel and Yanny. It is not. There are some sub-messaging here that is consistent, that is telling you other things. And it's, it's hurtful. Absolutely. And here's the thing. It is about the click. It is about the ritual of the play. Okay? When you press play, think about it. Um, what do you do when you want to have fun? You go play, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, all of that fun energy that you are bringing to playing, you are putting when your thumb taps play on a screen. So it's like it zaps you of your energy. So 
whoever created this video obviously is much smarter than than a lot of the general public is. They're not smarter than Ghost in the Scene. Okay, we caught it. We know what it is. Obviously, it has some kind of mental thing, and and, and I don't I don't know what it is, but it's it could be demonic. It honestly could be, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a demon named Yanni or um, a monster named Laurel. But until we do the research. Unfortunately, I'm just going to say that it is good advertisement for a bean product or some kind of fashion line. If you have any information out there, email us, ghostinthescene at gmail.com. You can yes. tweet at us, uh, ghostinthescene. Uh, you know, this, we, this is, we're sourcing this out to the public, to you. Let us know because this is some public information. This is for the public good people. We need to know where those demons are. What's going on here? So let us let us know. Give us a shout out. That's right. We are a resource um, beyond and anything else. We are an archive, a record of the truth. If you ever want to go and find the truth, just go back in our episodes and just dig around because there is some nuggets that were just left behind. The New York Times refused to run with these stories because they were too hard hitting. Okay, the blows. We did not pull any punches. We just went full bore. And the problem with going that hard against the machine is that sometimes the machine breaks down before everyone gets out. And the people at the New York Times, the people at CNN, every, everybody in the media, they were too afraid to catch the hot potato. And so they let it drop on the ground. And so now it's a cold potato on the ground, and we got to make it hot again. And so pass it around. Pass that potato around, everybody. That's yeah. how you're going to make it hot. It's going to be through friction here. And that's by liking and fucking subscribing and sharing this goddamn podcast. Guys, stop stop sitting on your ass and, and not doing it and just start doing it. Because if you start doing it, it could, it could start an entire nation of hot potatoes. Think about that. And we have one more video that is kind of like brain turning. This one is probably even wilder. Um, and it came out and it is uh, is called the Brainstorm or Green Needle. Um, guys, strap in for this one. This subliminal message, um, I have yet to decode. We're, we, we might have to do this together live because I've only seen it one time. I, I, I was too afraid to do it alone. So let us listen and see what we hear. Apparently, the trick is that you can change it depending on what you think. So you're going to hear a sound, and you could hear either brainstorm or you could choose to hear green needle. So here we go. Let's see if we, see, if, if we can hear it. Okay. Brainstorm, and it's gonna say Green Needle next. There it is. Wow. Brainstorm. That's I was thinking the same thing. Wow. That one was a needle for me. Yeah, that was a needle for me too. Another brainstorm. So there we have it. This one, the brainstorm and the green needle. This could be an episode all in itself. Because it has a metaphor kind of sounding 
name in itself, the Brainstorm and the Green Needle. We're going to have to look into some ancient lore, some textbooks from the Library of Alexandria. We might have to confer with the Ouija board, but we will get to the history and the etymology of Brainstorm and the Green Needle. But we could say that it is a, it is a trick of the mind and is a trick of the soul. Think about it. It tricks you into letting that message into your brain. And then you let those two phrases churn in your brain back and forth. And who knows what they're triggering when they're in there. And if you think it's your own free will who's choosing these words, oh, no. other, word, other way around, my friends, mm -hmm. you're, you're being taught and conditioned to think a certain way, to anticipate a certain reaction. It's the dog is having its tail wag it, and you are that dog. Exactly. Not only are you the dog, but you're the dog next door. You're the dog mm -hmm. across the street barking at the dog next door. You're all of the dogs in the world. And, and, if, and if you were to become like the Cheshire Cat of dogs, you'd be like Scooby-Doo. Because you're always run, running away from ghosts, and yet you're haunted by them your entire life. And that's the problem. We have a nation of people who are haunted and, and unaware, so they can't be Scooby-Doo yet, right? They have no idea that all these messages are just, like, flowing in their brains. They have no idea that it is coming from music. It is coming from literature. It's coming from film. It's coming from news advertisements. It's coming from every single aspect. And now, you know, YouTube videos... And you have, to, you have to really start thinking about podcasts. Like we, we say, we're a sage podcast. We cleanse your ears every single listen. Every week you build up all of these like terrible ghost demons in your ears. And we have to cleanse those and clean those out. And that's what we do here at Ghost in the Scene. And I know we talk a lot about ghosts. You know, it may sound like that might attract ghosts. But really what we're trying to do is make your open your awareness of ghosts. Uh, be comfortable around the idea that there are ghosts everywhere uh, so you can be prepared to deal with those ghosts. So we burn sage here uh, on the podcast every single night so that can, those can reach your precious little earbuds and get you a nice, nice cleansing. Exactly. Okay, so subliminal messaging, like we said, it's not just these videos and it's not just sound. Um, there's something... I mean, we've already talked about deeply about the Disney verse and how it is just like riddled with all of these subliminal messages in, you know, Aladdin. They, there's a, a scene where it says, take off your clothes. Some guy whispers it in the Lion King. They sprinkle the dust and you see sex. I mean, you know, in the rescues down under, you see people having sex in a window and, and a woman's breast. Um, so, and this is all, tried and true we we know all this kind of stuff right and it's like it's almost as if people forget that that's illegal and that's terrible and it's against the law to to be doing this and yet they kind of do it just like a laugh i mean the movie ratings are really serious business they don't just hand those out willy-nilly those are the law of the land like a pg movie you're not supposed to have any nudity exactly. they're breaking the law by having sneaking in nudity and sex into these films, that is a felony. Mm -hmm. 
All right, and people. So this is what Jesus got killed for, guys. Jesus was murdered for corrupting the youth. Uh, this is what Socrates got murdered too for corrupting the youth, kissing little boys and girls, and 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 telling them that they could be somebody someday. Well, that's not what's happening in modern day. Modern day, what Disney is doing is they are like wolves in sheep's clothing. Okay, they they're at the top of the uh, of the heap, and they make all of these movies. And of course, in all the in, in every single one, there's a subliminal message that's wait like a kid is just gonna absorb, and you don't know it's like a sleeper cell. It, Twenty years later, the kid's gonna start smoking five packs of cigarettes a day. Okay, who knows? They're gonna they're gonna uh, go to Costco and they're gonna buy a year's worth of something, and they're gonna keep it at their friend's house, and they're gonna go to their friend every single time, and they're gonna get only a, a couple weeks worth of of a bunch of soap. They're a bunch of jerks. And it's going to be because Wally. It's going to be because cars that they buy a, a fucking race car. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the kind of subliminal messaging that is going into our children and all of our brains. It didn't start with Disney. And I, I can't fault them with, with the initial impetus of this whole thing. I can't, I can't go there because for me personally, I know where it started for me. And it wasn't with Disney. There is a subliminal message in a movie that is so personal to me that I have, I have yet to speak about it. We've been doing this for about a year and a half, <clears throat> maybe more. I haven't spoken. At, at least like 30 months, right? It seems, it seems like an, an infinity and beyond kind of scenario. And that's what, and what I just said. That's a subliminal message. Infinity beyond. That's an example. There it is. Exactly. So... Here's the movie that I want to talk about. It's my personal, I don't want to say cross that I bear, but this is where it all started for me, where I possibly got my inkling towards the dark side of the world, what I like to call my dark side. So this movie is called Three Men and a Baby. It's with Ted Danson, Steve Gutenberg, um... It doesn't matter because it's all about Ted Danson. He really carries the whole film. Uh, a role model, one would say. Well, Ted Danson in the movie, he plays a hotshot actor, or I guess he's kind of like a like a Broadway kind of actor. Basically, I, I kind of want just to describe this uh, movie. Um, maybe at some point, you guys, uh, as a podcast. Uh, audience, you should just like go and look at the clip. There's gonna be a clip. We we can post it on our our IMDb. We can post it on our YouTube. We'll we'll, we'll do some kind of posting on it. But you can look at it yourself as well. I'm just gonna describe to you from my memory. It's very vivid. At a certain point in the movie, Ted Danson is talking to his mother about uh, taking care of his daughter, and he is in his apartment. He's uh, sit sitting there in his bed, and he's talking to her. And at some point, um, the camera goes kind of like from her angle and is looking at him on the bed. And it kind of follows him from on the bed. He sits up, and he walks across the room. And as he's walking across the room, you see a little boy. And he's standing there behind a curtain, kind of like he's, like, waving at you, you know? And 
it only kind of just you know you see him for a second and then the the scene continues and and Ted Danson does his his song and dance and that you know the movie ends with a happy ending and they never address what happened and it's almost like they didn't know that it happened I mean when you told me about this I was shocked Gio completely shocked because Ted Danson is known for having the some of the most ghost free movie sets of all time. He is a professional. He keeps it clean. Uh, he keeps it fun. Mm -hmm. But then there was another part of this that also troubled me because he said it was three men and a baby. And it, the three, as we know, is a symbol of the Holy Triumvirate. Oh my God. Yes. The and Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The yeah. Holy Ghost. The Holy... People, people like to say. use the Holy Ghost. And as a religious aspect, I get it. But as a as as a ghost hunter, I am very against that that use of the word because we cannot call a ghost holy ever, unless you want to put it full of bullets because that's a holy ghost, and that's a that's a holy ghost that I'm okay with. Well, guess what? He's gonna those bullet, those bullet holes are gonna go around him. He's just gonna push himself back together because he's a ghost. It won't. The ghost just goes right through him. So it makes no sense, really, in any sense of the word. As far as the the Trinity, I, I understand we we're talking about, and then we also have right. to we have to talk about the fact that there was another movie. It was three four, men, four men and, 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 a, and a little lady. Oh, oh, so we add those up. That's six. But also, we have to think about one and two. One plus two is three. Right. So six, right. three three times so i don't know just do the math people all right yes i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna go there we, we, we've already said that the, the number a couple times already on this episode and i think we've uh the podcast rules say we can only say it a few times so we'll let you guys do the math on that one suffice it to say that little boy has been with me ever since i saw him i was about four years old when i watched this movie and I saw it for the first time with my virgin eyes, and the little boy waved at me. And I couldn't keep his face out of my head. And he followed me out of the movie, and he's been with me my entire life. I don't want to say he is haunting me, because I believe that he has helped me. And he has been protecting me from the evil ghosts. I believe... That this little boy from Three Men and a Little Baby, he has, he is the reason that I do this podcast. I do it for him. I do it for that little boy. Because were it not for him, I would have been eaten alive by ghosts years ago. But he has been protecting me with his light, with his purity. And there's only one other person that I could thank other than that little ghost boy. And that's Ted Danson. So thank you, Ted. And good on you for, even in your twilight years, still doing TV, still doing The Good Place. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better career than Ted Danson's career. You honestly couldn't. I, I don't think you could find somebody who's more self-aware as a comedian, as an actor, than, than Ted Danson in his, like, 60s right now. So, guys, I mean, he's, he was in Cheers, you know? This guy, you got to give him a little more credit. I don't know why I, I, I decided to advocate for Ted Danson, but now I feel very protective of him. 
And I'm going to say it. You guys need to give him a lot more credit than what he's given. He's a he. It, when he goes, it's going to be like Prince. The entire world is going to have white lights everywhere. I'm I'm going to prove it. I'm going to show all of the lights that are bright white, and they're gonna they're gonna be shining for Ted Danson. So w- when you look out in the street lights when he dies that night, they'll be for him that night. That's a beautiful sentiment, Gio. And I think it really goes to show of how personal of an experience this was to to notice this ghost boy. And the fact that this ghost boy sounds like he was about the same age as you were really strikes me as well. So uh, this is... I'm, I'm amazed that it's taken us this long to talk about this personal experience. Obviously, it's something that's really personal since it it has been, you know, it's taken you this long to share it with us. It just shows to its personal nature. Um, so you know, I think we all have our little ghost boys out there, and I think it's important to share it with each other. Absolutely. There are little ghost boys and ghost girls that have been protecting you guys your whole lives, and you didn't know it. Um, I haven't even talked about... I mean, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I also had a twin that I absorbed when I was when I was in, in the womb. So there might wow. be a few, a, a few children around me, ghost babies and, and little boys, that um, I've just been collecting over the years. So if you have any ghost children um, that are willing to babysit possibly my, my fetus uh, twin, twin-born baby um, and, a, and a four-year-old, from three men and a baby. Send them my way. Be a yeah. ghost teenager. Again, that's uh, ghostinthescene at gmail.com. Make sure that the attachment doesn't exceed the five, uh, I think, megabytes because then we'll have to set it up to a drive and that's mm-hmm. an entire uh, situation. I don't want to go. Oh, my goodness. All right, Gio, we're, ta- we're completely tapped out in our storage on the drive. Exactly. So, so people, watch out. Also, please filter all your messages for, for ghosts, for all incoming ghosts. We, uh, you know, we, we, our systems can only do so much, you know, this, it has to be a team effort, everybody. That's right. We have to work together to cleanse the internet of ghosts. There are going to be a lot of videos like this coming out. And, and this is, this is going to go back to the, the main point of this episode. Don't think that these two videos are, oh, like, that's it because you're wrong. The world has got a taste for having fun with subliminal messaging. So they're going to keep on doing this. They're going to find different ones. You're going to see another meme where people argue over this and that. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to remember what the subliminal message is. And it's always divide and conquer. And Mm -hmm. you have to resist that. You have to remember that at at the end of your day, you have to be one with everyone. Because if you're not... You're alone in a world full of ghosts that will rip you apart, and you're going to be alone, and there's going to be no one to save you. So you need ghost kids. You need everybody that can help you, and you need ghosts in the scene to help you because what's going to happen when you can't hear anymore because the demons took your hearing away? Oh, no, I should have been listening to the ghost in the scene the whole time, and I could have kept all the demons out of my ears. Well, too late now because well, actually, maybe not too late. If you if you if you feel like your your ears have been cursed, listen to our podcast. And I feel bad because they probably even can't hear us now. 
but if somebody can if somebody can tell one of their friends to listen to this podcast um if they feel like they have demons in their ears it may be able to help them i'm going to say it definitely may be able to help them so i think that's it for for tonight i don't really want to go any any further beyond that other than to say that these messages are pretty scary and i'm just so glad to have a companion um like you rob it's so great to have a warrior um on my on my team and, and someone who's, who's willing to take the big hits um when it comes down to it i also want to shout out to mark who really did big up the horse he took a big hit recently and that's why we, we have to acknowledge the fact of his absence um, it's just because, you know, when, when you are learning to walk again, you, you have to remember that that means you have to learn how to walk to the restroom, you know, mm-hmm. and the indignity of, of, of pooping your pants when you, when you can't walk because you got too many Charlie horses from Goofy. That's just, that's too much for some people to handle. And so he's been on a very big crying spree, big crying binge. And so we're we're getting him all of the tissues we can get, and I'm I'm making him drink a lot of water, coconut water especially. So he's getting better. Um, we just have to remember to pray for him, keep him in your prayers, because a speedy recovery is completely dependent on people who pray. We have to remember that it is a cause and effect world. You one like one prayer equals one health point for Mark, and the more health points he gets. Maybe he can level up and he can get back on this podcast as a full-time walker, as a horse, like he should be. And do it for yourselves, people. You know, this is, this is for all of us as well. Uh, we're so glad that you're here listening to us speak to you and spread a little bit of truth. Uh, and, you know, spread the word, spread the truth. And keep your eyes on the screen. Stay extreme. That's right. And remember, be nice to people and be nice and clean.